When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Hi, Ingrid. Hey, Scott. How are you? Well, I'm okay, considering I just bashed my tooth on this microphone. I know. (laughs) Maybe it's too early? (laughs) It's too early. Yeah, exactly. You're not really functioning yet. And this is our last episode of 2020. Is it? And our first episode of 2021 because this is the week that like splits the year oh my gosh i didn't realize it goes from december 28th until january 3rd is there anything that happens astrologically when the new year happens or is that kind of irrelevant there's something astrological happening every day but it's more irrelevant to astrology it's not like the sun moves into a new sign on new year's day or something like that that doesn't happen So our calendar doesn't align with astrology. The calendar is the length of the earth traveling around the sun, but it doesn't coincide with like... Anything special in the planets? No. Okay. No, it's totally random. Because everyone likes to start the new year with like a whole thing. I know. And that's the funny thing. That's that's so funny to me. I mean, and it's nice. I guess, you know, it's, it's setting an intention for something, but you know, it's... Every year, it's like people are like, this year, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to work out, and I'm going to eat better, and all this sort of stuff. And then by by the time you get to like mid-February, like all those New Year's resolutions have sort of fallen by the wayside, I feel. I wonder, is there anything astrological that would make sense for like, or I guess that's the new moon. Absolutely. It's like it's every month you're setting. This is, this is my intention for the class that I'm doing, the new moon, full moon class, is it, number one, it's the beginning of a new moon cycle, so the next 28 days, but it's also the beginning of a new year. So in each cycle, you are setting your new intentions and you're recalibrating your intentions for the next year. Is It would behoove you as a human being that is created by the planets and stars to follow the alignments and the rhythms of the planets and stars rather than some made-up calendar. So when the new moon happens, which the next new moon is happening at 9.04 p.m. Pacific time on January 12th, that's when the new moon begins its new cycle. So each new moon has a new theme So as opposed to following a once a year event where we start over doing it every 28 and a quarter days along with the moon to set goals. When you're recalibrating and setting new intentions every 28 and a quarter days, it keeps you 
a little bit more on track. Yeah, totally. A year is, is just a long time. People end up falling off because you're not checking in with yourself. Totally. The new moon's like a perfect check-in every month to see where you're at. Yes. I actually think of the full moon as the check-in and the new moon as setting the intentions. It's like you plant the seeds during the new moon and then you check what you planted during the full moon. So that's just two weeks later. Yeah. So, so every two weeks, in. every two weeks, yeah, you're checking in, like, really, you're checking in, like, every two weeks. Every two weeks sounds like a good rhythm to be checking in, yes. as opposed to, like, twice a year, like, the beginning, like, January, you set your intention, and then December, everyone's panicking, because they didn't keep up with their <laughs> intentions. It was just such a long time period, it's so stretched out. Totally, totally. So, yeah, I want to remind people, if you're interested in my new moon, full moon class... And space is limited because I'm limiting it to 12 people because I want to make sure everyone gets attention during the class. And if there's like 20, 30, 40 people, then it's too many. So there's only 12 slots. And once those 12 fill up, then I'll add a new class. But it's all about teaching you the language of astrology, helping you understand the intentions that you specifically need to set for the coming new moon based on your personal astrological code. You're going to help people dial in their intentions based on their birth chart. Yes, exactly. So it's not just arbitrary. You're kind of holding their hand and guiding them. Yes, exactly. And I'm creating all kinds of different teaching tools that will help you understand the language of astrology. And the class, if you've done a reading with me, is is only 40 bucks. And it's two classes. It's the new moon and the full moon class. So it's a two-class commitment. It's $40 total, so it's really, it really breaks down to 20 bucks a class. And if you haven't done a reading with me, then it's 60 So that's 30 bucks a class. So it's super affordable. And it's all about assisting you in becoming a co-creator to how the planets and stars are guiding you. Because the universe wants you to succeed, wants you to thrive. But if you are just mindlessly moving through life, reacting to whatever gets thrown your way, then you're going to get a lot of crazy stuff thrown your way. The universe is looking for you to lead, to take the reins and ride the horse as opposed to just getting tossed about everywhere. So this is that opportunity to really understand, okay, who am I? What am I doing here? How, how do I make the planets work for me? And this week right here is, is really kind of like the calm before the storm. I think things are going to kind of mellow out the end of 2020, the beginning of 2021. But then by the time we get to that new moon on January 12th, January 13th, it's going to be so intense. I can't even begin to tell you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about this mellow week we have coming up? Yeah, yeah. The calm so, before the storm. The calm before the storm. So... This is the week of December 28th to January 3rd. The theme is the calm before the storm. But, you know, the, I guess the big theme is balancing the home and your career, your home life and your career, what you want to achieve and giving yourself time to nurture those that you care for. So it begins on Monday, December 28th with the moon, which represents the emotions in the sign of Gemini, which is communication 
So communicating the emotions, the moon squares off. Now this is an intense alignment, but it's quick with Neptune in Pisces, the cloudy planet. Yes, in Pisces, the sign that Neptune rules. So Gemini is the conscious mind and Pisces is the unconscious mind. So this creates some stress in communicating your emotions in a compassionate way. That's the key here. So what you want to be asking yourself, in what ways can you communicate with compassion today? When you bring up Neptune, the cloudy planet, I always think of slowing down. Like you always say you're driving in the fog. That would be my <laughs> that would be my first thought is just to slow down so you can communicate after you've had a little time to process what you're experiencing. Absolutely. It's so it's so hard to slow down. It's it seems like that's such a theme for everything is just to slow down. But how do you do Before that? Before you react. Yeah, how do you how do you slow down? <laughs> I try to be really mindful about the words that are coming out of my mouth. You know, if I'm just really that's why I talk so slow. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I think it's just it's just having these simple reminders, you know, like I know the moon is here. I know it's connecting with these planets there. I know these planets are all connecting into my astrological code in a certain way that are making me feel a certain way. So rather than just react to the agitation I might be feeling or the anxiety that I might be feeling, it's like you say, I'm just sitting in the discomfort, being comfortable with the uncomfortable. But just take a beat before you just say, you know, and you just... Yeah, maybe just a deep breath to get centered. Just a a couple breaths, exactly. Asking yourself what the intention behind what you're saying is. Yes, yes, that. Yeah, really think about what you're saying and why you want to say this. What's your objective here? So that's Monday. Now on Tuesday, it shifts. The energy shifts because the moon continues through Gemini. So again, the emotions in the sign of consciousness and communication, but... Today, it aligns with Mars and Aries. Now, you might think, "Uh uh-oh, Mars, the god of war and the emotions. But Mars is in Aries, which is cardinal fire. The moon is in Gemini, which is mutable air. So air and fire work well together because air fuels fire and fire raises the air. So maybe if you sat for a moment and paused and really felt the compassion within yourself to really go within your unconscious and think about why am I feeling this way? What does this stem from in in me? Maybe being compassionate with yourself before you communicate to the other. And now you've taken that time. And then on Tuesday, you can really communicate your emotions courageously because now you've taken that time and you've really articulated your thoughts. Yeah. Once you tune into yourself and you really are clear, it becomes easier to communicate that without it maybe coming off as like harsh or insensitive. It's more about like what you're experiencing instead of what someone's doing to you. Yes. Yes. Conscious clarity. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. So how would you like to communicate your emotions with confidence? I guess that comes back to feeling like an authority, not needing someone to validate your emotions, just being able to know that expressing them in the best way possible is all that you can do and then not worrying about what the other party is going to say in response to what you have to share yeah just saying it excellent wednesday december 30th 
We were talking all about the new moon in the beginning, but this week is the full moon. So it is a release. It's a release of the intentions that were set during the new moon, which occurred two weeks ago, which was December 14th. What was the theme of that new moon? The new moon on December 14th was in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is all about honesty, freedom, blunt emotional honesty. How are you going to communicate and share your emotional truth? So today's a good day for a check-in to see how you've been working with that energy. And if you're really practicing being honest and free with your, with your emotions and your vulnerability. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and this is the rhythm here because today, December 30th, the full moon is in cancer, which means it's directly opposite the sun in Capricorn. And Capricorn is all about authority. So practicing speaking your emotional truth can get you to a place of personal authority. Oh my God. Yes. Imagine that. <laughs> so with the moon in cancer and the moon is in a position of power here because the moon rules cancer. So if you set your intentions on the 14th of December to honestly communicate, to honestly express your emotions, then now you're operating in the full power of the moon, where the moon is in cancer. When the moon is in cancer, you have a deep connection to your emotions. This is your moon. So you know that you don't have a problem expressing how you're feeling. And that's what this is about right here. Expressing what you're feeling from a place of authority and doing so with the ones who are closest to you, your family, your mother, your father. I mean, it is the holidays, so it's a very sensitive time, but also you're all in close proximity. So, yeah, being vulnerable with your family. Mm -hmm. Being vulnerable with your family, but, but also really tapping into like the roots of you because cancer represents the roots. The moon represents the roots. We're able to see, you know, look out in the sky tonight and see the full moon. You know why you're able to see it? Because it's reflecting the light of the sun. Therefore, the light that is emanating off the moon is literally past light. Therefore, the moon represents the past. And that's where our emotions stem from. Yes. Yes. So now put it all together. The sun's in Capricorn. So if the moon is the past, Capricorn is where you're headed. That's the top of the mountain. So when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? And what are you doing now to accomplish those goals? I can tell you, I wanted to be Batman <laughs> when I was a child. Well, maybe a way to like reflect on some of those like big dreams we might have had as a child is like, what is the purpose? Like what, who, like who does Batman represent? Exactly. Like, obviously I'm not Batman, <laughs> uh, but what was it about Batman as a, <clears throat> as a four or five year old kid that made me say, well, I want to be that he was helping people. Yeah. Astrology is definitely helping people. Right. Especially when they're in trouble. Yes. When you're feeling like out of, out of control, having a reading and connecting the dots of what is happening in your life is like very magical. Yes. Yes. And also, you know, I'm a Scorpio and Batman's like lives in a cave and is in the underworld. So <laughs> that, you know, there, it was like, I was seeing myself 
in him and I'm a Taurus rising. That's uh, that's money, security, and Batman's Bruce Wayne's a billionaire or whatever. He's wealthy. So I was seeing myself in that. But the essence of it is helping people. And now I've found a way to do that in my own way. I always wanted to be creative. I always thought that that was like so cool. And I mean, you're being creative. You're so creative in everything you do. No? Yeah, yeah. No, Okay, yeah. Yes. But I never thought of myself as a creative person till more recently. Hmm. I feel like it just happened very organically. That's part of setting your intention. There was something inside of you when you were young that said, I want to be creative. And even though you didn't really think of yourself as creative until more recently, it's always where your heart was directed. I mean, I guess anything to do with the senses has always really inspired me. Cooking, photography, video stuff design, architecture. Yes. Creating something. It's like a feeling that something gives you. Creating something from nothing, whether that's like food or music or art. Like, There's one other alignment today, and, and you brought up the, the senses. And when I think of the senses, I think of Venus. Venus is the, the planet that represents the five basic senses. Sight, sound, smell, taste, touch. What about Taurus? I thought Taurus was about the senses. Well, guess which planet rules Taurus? Venus. Yes. Oh, crazy. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Venus is moving through Sagittarius right now. So that's the planet of the senses in the mutable fire sign, the sign of freedom. It's about being free with the senses, free with your creativity, open and honest with what it is you are creating. It's also in alignment with Neptune in Pisces, which we talked about earlier. And Neptune, like you always say, it's a cloudy planet. So when you're at the park and you're on the grass and you're lying on your back and you're looking up at the clouds, your mind wanders. It goes into the unconscious, the dream realm. So this is an opportunity to openly and honestly invest in your senses And connect that to your unconscious to create. And this is all happening during that full moon. You think some people can kill their creativity by overthinking. So I'm loving that dream world, meditative, laying on the grass, looking up in the clouds, like seeing what comes up for you. I think that that's really important for creativity to allow something to happen, allow something to come up. You just said people can kill their creativity by overthinking. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that a little more over planning, having too many goals for birthing something into the world, not creating from a place of authenticity. It's great to be creative, but sometimes there's all these constraints like Mm -hmm. money and time and you get a job in the creative world and you forget the reason that you are creating to begin with because it's not, it's not just for the love of creating. It becomes for sustaining yourself on the planet. Right. So just being mindful to Tap into whatever originally inspired you, whatever that feeling is, nurturing that and giving yourself the time and space to feel as opposed to just go through the motions. Like you can be creative without really tapping into your purpose behind it and having just fun with it and playing. Like I think an important part is to, to remember to play. Mm-hmm. And, that's, yes. and that's that part where you're just laying in the grass, like seeing what comes up for you, just more like childlike. Yes. I think you can get stuck too in that that unconscious realm like that voice in the back of your head that's that's doubting you that's doubting what you're seeing doubting that inspiration 
and this is this is the rub on Wednesday between Venus and Sagittarius, which is mutable fire, and Neptune and Pisces, which is mutable water. So that creates stress and tension because they're both mutable, strong alignment, but fire boils water, water extinguishes fire. So on one hand, you have Venus, the planet of the senses, in the sign of fire, which is like, just go for it. Just create. And then you have Neptune in the water sign, which could be dampening your optimism a little bit. Well, is that is that really possible? I mean, yeah, it's a fun idea, but I don't even know how I would do that. So it's about finding the way to push through, to push through this energy and really just say, who cares? Whatever, I'm going to try it. A feeling of newness, I think, inspires creativity. My friend Chris just got a new guitar and he's a musician and he said it inspired him to want to play like all of his other guitars. Like he mm. kind of like felt like they were all getting neglected and he hadn't used them as much and he got some like a new sound and I kind of like reopened that part of him where he wanted to just like explore and play. It wasn't just for like a purpose. Yeah. A, s- a specific purpose. It was just to like have fun. I love that. And then the ha- in having fun, then you create new music. It's kind of like he got the new guitar and he was hearing how it was sounding and then he wanted to play the other guitars to see how they felt in relation to the new guitar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe it is investing something new in your art so you can play from like a different space. Or maybe that's even having just a new experience. I think sometimes a new person, a new place, a new thing that can, a new yes. material object that can just inspire you to use use your tools in a different way. Now, I also want to touch on like the relationship aspect of these alignments with the moon in Cancer and the sun in Capricorn. That's balancing your career and your home life, your family, and what it is you want to achieve in the world, your responsibilities as a nurturer to the ones that you are caring for, and how that balances out or holds you back from what it is you want to achieve in the world. So this is really about finding a way to merge the two worlds. But the challenge also is in this Venus and Sagittarius, Neptune and Pisces alignment, because Venus is also, in addition to being the the planet of the senses, is the planet of relationships. Venus in Sagittarius is about open, honest communication in relationships. Neptune in Pisces is about compassion, also deception. So it's important to really be mindful when you're balancing your work, home life, and what you want from the home and what you want from your career, and you're communicating with your partner or your business partner, your lover, your wife, your husband, whatever it may be, boyfriend, girlfriend, really think about how you're communicating with them. Are you being honest? Are you deceiving them? Is the honesty that you're sharing, is it too harsh? Is there a level of compassion to, to your honesty? Because there's the possibility that maybe you're deceiving them, or if you're being honest, you're being so honest that you're hurting them. So you have to find the balance between the two there as well, that you're communicating compassionately with honesty. Yeah, it's such a skill to be able to do that. Say something bluntly that you need to get out without hurting the other person when you're able to express it in that way, the other party is able to receive it. 
receive the information without being defensive. Exactly. And that's when you really have like breakthrough moments in your relationships. Yes. That's great. Thank you, Ingrid. Thursday, December 31st, Venus in Sagittarius again. Today, it's aligning in opposition to the North Node in Gemini. And as we said at the top, Gemini is the sign of communication. So the North Node represents the soul's purpose, the karmic pathway of the soul. So the North Node transiting, moving through Gemini is all about thinking about your soul's purpose as a communicator. Gemini and Sagittarius are like the two signs that represent communication. Sagittarius is me just being bluntly honest with you, and Gemini is me asking questions of you. So perhaps this is a day for some honest communication where not only are you being honest in how you communicate in your relationships, but you're asking honest questions. Being mindful that you you can also be that other party where someone might need to be expressing themselves and to understand yes. them better be on the receiving end and ask those questions to really get to the deeper issue. When you're in relationship, think about it this way. When you're in relationship, your partner might want to tell you something, but doesn't know how to say it, doesn't know how to communicate it to you. You might sense that something's off and you might ask the person, what's going on? Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. No. (laughs) Tell me what is going on. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's all good. No, it's not all good because I can tell something's up with you. So I want you to be honest with me about how you're feeling. Like really encourage your partner to communicate with you. Keep asking those questions, you know, crack that nut. That is what this is about. I love the reminder that we're not always going to be on like the giving end of the information that being on the receiving end is really important and we can encourage and inspire our relationships to open up by being a good receiver and noticing when things are off and not allowing the people in your life to just shove things under the rug until they explode later. Like just telling them you'd rather talk about it now. Like there's obviously something bothering you. Mm -hmm. Are you going to wait and wait until it just becomes a bigger issue? Like I want to know. And that's why this week is such an opportunity because things are going to get tense later in the month. So you want to be able to to get these issues out into the open. Yeah, when the space is clear for it, Mm -hmm. we have the room and the capacity for some level of conflict before things get too hot. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to wait till it gets too hot. Friday, January 1st. So continuing on the theme of communication, Mercury... The planet of communication in Capricorn, the sign that represents ambitions, achievement, authority, aligns with Neptune, the planet of illusion, deception, fantasy, compassion, in Pisces, the sign of the unconscious. So Mercury is the planet of the conscious mind. Pisces and Neptune represent the unconscious mind. This is such a great day as you've been doing the work to communicate to ask questions, to speak your truth, to now really speak from a place of compassionate authority where you now know why your partner is feeling the way that they are because you've had this conversation. Now you're speaking from a place of knowing. And when you're speaking from a place of knowing, you're speaking as an authority. The authority knows what's going on. 
And if you know what's going on, now you can also add compassion to the mix because there's no need to be afraid. If you know what's going on, then there's nothing to be afraid of. There's only fear if like you don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what they think. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know what they're feeling. That's fear, 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 fear. Yeah, and that's where people get defensive or yes. they get like they can put blame on the other party. They get a lot of tension around yeah, not knowing what's really happening, what the other person's really thinking and feeling. And they make up a story, <laughs> right? And that's where the, like, the deception comes in. Yes. Un- unintentionally. Yes. But <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the picture in their mind they have of the situation isn't even what's really happening. That's right. So how can you communicate as an authority with compassion? On your end, being open and honest in your communication, but also pushing the other people in your life to show up as well, asking them questions about what's happening with them. So you can, you can be in the know with everything that's going on. So you can be an authority on the situation. If you don't have all the pieces to the puzzle, then I don't like, what are you really looking at? Or just like checking in with someone like, so you're feeling this. So I'm going to communicate that. I understand that you're going through this issue right now. So this is how I'm going to communicate what I would like you to do. It's about considering, being considerate. Yeah, if you know someone's going through like a rough a rough time on their end, then you can give them the extra space to be more sensitive to them if you don't know what's happening. Mm, sensitive, yeah. I like that. Yeah, how are you supposed to be compassionate if you don't know what the other party's going through? It's impossible. Yes. And this is a this is one of these planetary alignments that we've been experiencing several times since Neptune moved into Pisces. Back in 2012, this is the 12th time that Mercury in Capricorn has aligned with Neptune in Pisces. Now, if you're like a super astrology nerd and you, I have all like this raw data in the, the weekly transit email, if you want to go into the website, theweeklytransit.com, sign up for that and you will see I give all this in detail, but with the dates, so you can understand, I like to like go back and look. But this is going to happen another seven more times. So we're like two thirds of the way through the cycle of learning this lesson. Totally, totally. And by the time we get to 2026, hopefully we're all communicating with a greater sense of authoritative compassion for one another. Yeah, it's like a long, long standing theme. Yes. And doesn't happen again for 151 more years after 2026. So this is a once in a multi-generational opportunity to realign how you think about yourself, how you present yourself, how you communicate, so you can communicate from a place of authority with compassion. And just make that a part of who you are moving forward. So Saturday, January 2nd, and that was January 1st. Did I even say that? Friday, January 1st? I think you did. Okay. It's so funny because I just, that's how I just blow by the new year. (laughs) But I think that's kind of a good way to start the new year that, you know, when you're thinking about setting an intention this year in 2021, I'm going to speak with authority and compassion. I think having some personal goals that are more in tune with like your heart and your what you're living for, not necessarily external goals. Like most of them are workout goals or health goals or as as opposed to internal goals. Yeah. Yeah. I think that when you align yourself inside, then the rest of the things can start falling into place more organically. That's it. I hear exactly what you're saying. What you're saying is people 
in the new year, they have all these outside goals. Like I'm going to lose this many pounds. You know, I want six pack abs. I want this much money in my bank account. But really it starts with what's going on inside. If you set your intentions for how you want to evolve inside, then outside all of those other goals fall into place. You say inside in 2021, and this is the big theme for 2021, to embrace your independence. And I know we're not talking about these planets this week, but we talked about them at length last week. Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius. Because Saturn and Jupiter are transiting through Aquarius in 2021, the theme of 2021 is embrace your independence, engage in the community, cultivate your ingenuity. So if you go into 2021 saying, I'm going to be more independent, meaning I'm going to be unique. I'm going to be uniquely me. Nobody is like Scott Tajarian. There's only one Scott Tajarian. There's only one me. So I'm going to embrace being me. What does that mean? Well, that's up to me to decide. That's my decision. But there's something about me that makes me unique, and I'm going to embrace that. I'm going to embrace my independent nature. I'm also going to cultivate my ingenuity. I'm going to take what makes me unique, and I'm going to, like you were saying earlier, Ingrid, create something unique that reflects me. And whatever that is, I'm going to create with the intention of contributing to and engaging with the community, because that is what is needed in this year, where we're all bringing our own unique inventions to the table to benefit the whole, to lift society up. Now, when we're talking about this one alignment, Mercury and Neptune, Mercury is the conscious mind, Neptune is the unconscious mind. So taking that independent ingenuity in the community and bringing it to conscious mind, unconscious mind, really consciously thinking of yourself as an authority moving into 2021, consciously thinking of yourself as an authority. In order to be independent, you have to claim your personal authority. When you claim your personal authority, before you do that, you must heal your unconscious, your unconscious beliefs about yourself. Can I really be this? No, it's not possible because all these other things, it's not, there's no way. Well, then you got to clear your unconscious, clear your psychological baggage. There's a wealth of material that is possible within your unconscious that is very special and very uniquely you. Today, January 1st, Clear the psychological baggage in your subconscious. Delve into your dream world. Reclaim faith in yourself. Maybe that's really asking yourself why you didn't achieve your goals for last year. What is holding you back internally from the success that you want? Because it is just like that internal struggle that really is holding us back from our goals. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's so perfect you said that. Yes. You're like, why didn't I achieve my goals? And then you blame yourself right? Mm-hmm. I'm such a loser. I, every year I make, I make my new intentions and by the time Valentine's Day gets here, it's, it's out the window. Why are you thinking of yourself that way? Where does that stem from? Yeah. Just going back into your, your psychological baggage and asking like, why? Like you're not worth it. Mm-hmm. You're not putting yourself as a priority and how come? Where and did where that... does that stem from? Yeah, totally. 
And then also maybe moving into a more astrologically aligned check-in system where it's like every month you're setting a new intention and then every two weeks you're kind of checking in on it. So you're actually able to stay on track. Like a whole year goes by. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like No. Yeah. You got to check in more frequently every two weeks. That's why the moon, it does what it does. It's so funny that people in mass don't realize that the moon is like the constant reminder of where we are each day. And you only have to keep track of it when it's full in the sky or when it's not there at all. That will keep you in the rhythm. New moon, full moon, new moon, full moon. Each new moon to full moon to new moon to full moon is a step. One step, two steps, three steps, four steps. It gets you on the path to climb the mountain of what you want to accomplish and achieve in this world. Saturday, January 2nd, the second day of 2021. One, two, two, zero, two, one. Mercury in Capricorn. The authority. We've talked about it at length. Communicating as an authority. Thinking of yourself as an authority. Focusing your mind towards what it is you want to accomplish in 2021. In your life. In general. What do you want to accomplish? Putting your mind Focusing it in that area. Mercury is in alignment with the North Node, the soul's purpose in Gemini. The planet of communication in alignment with the North Node in the sign of communication. The sign of communication, Gemini, is the sign that Mercury rules. I mean, it's going to be a good time for communicating with the people around you what you want to accomplish in this world. The North Node is your soul's purpose. Yes. Why are we here and how are we all going to get there? Yes. So communicating with the people in your circle, people around you. How can you help me? How can I help you? How can we work together? I love that. That's what it's about. And this is, we're in Aquarius now, yeah? No. No, not yet. Well, Jupiter and Saturn are in Aquarius, but the sun is in Capricorn. Okay, never mind. But it's still a part of the theme. I was going to say, it's like, how can I help you accomplish your goals as like part of the community? And that's Aquarius, but... But Saturn and Jupiter are in Aquarius, so the community is a major theme all year long. So it's not wrong for you to say, well, it doesn't matter now. It does. It's a big theme for the year. So this is a year where you're setting your intentions for 2021, your new resolutions or whatever it may be. But how are you going to do this with other people together, not by yourself Not alone. You're not alone in this. We're not alone. Ingrid, you're right here with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely more fun and inspiring to work on projects as a team. Yes. And it also helps keep you accountable for your goals. I mean, just think about like what we've done this year or last year with this podcast. We've stayed committed each week. Yeah, every week. That's this is like the longest I've ever done anything consistently i mean maybe a long time ago when we used to like work out all the time but this is like nine months yeah almost like 10 months now yeah that's almost a year actually (laughs) that just seems crazy i'm so proud of you and i'm so thankful for you to for your commitment i'm really proud of what we've created here in 2020 (laughs) yes and i'm excited for what we're creating in 2021 And in a way, I feel like this is also connecting to the community. We're creating a community of astrologers, people that speak the language of astrology, that are understanding 
the rhythms of the planets and stars and applying those rhythms to themselves so that they can mindfully ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding them. Yeah, it's really fun and inspiring to hear just what other people are are going through and how it relates to what we talk about here. And so when you hear other people that can relate to what you're going through, it just feels like you're not alone. And we're not alone. It's so important to remember that. I think that's where so many of us get stuck when we think we're the only one experiencing the shit. (laughs) Right. We are all going through our own personal hell. (laughs) Every single one of us is going through our own personal hell. So let's help each other. Let's work together. Let's inspire one another. Let's speak from a place of authority. But again, when I say this, I'm not saying you're the boss of other people. You speak from a place of authority and you respect the authority of others. That is what this is about. It's not about me controlling you, you controlling me. It's about you have something within you that is divinely unique and you are an authority of what that is. I have something within me that is divinely unique and I'm an authority of what that is. And if we bring our divine uniqueness together, we can create something like this podcast. If we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and step into our authority, then we we can create a community of people around us that are helping us with our goals and our dreams. Yeah. And it just becomes, yeah, it becomes something bigger than just ourselves. I think community is something that over the last year I've realized is super important and something that hasn't always been such a big part of my life. Tell me. Just connecting with friends on projects and inspiring each other, having deeper, more meaningful communication about what we're going through in life. Not always trying to show everyone how like successful or together we are. Mm-hmm. Allowing the shitty parts to come out too. Yeah. And we come out stronger when we're not just putting on some sort of... Front, some yeah. face, some good face. No, everything's great with me. Oh, it's amazing. Life is so good. Oh, yeah, I'm crushing it right now. It's like, no, you're struggling. So just be honest. Yeah. But you can be crushing it and struggling at the same time. I mean, that's that's the reality. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing great and I'm going through my own personal hell. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yes. So being honest about the whole picture. You gotta have the best of both worlds, the shitty part and the awesome part. Like you have to share everything. Mm-hmm. That's right. Sunday, January third. The moon began the week in mutable air, Gemini, ruled by Mercury, and ends the week in mutable earth, Virgo, ruled by Mercury. So communication, communication. Well, There's a nuanced difference between the Mercury of Gemini and the Mercury of Virgo. Mercury of Gemini is about that communication. It's about learning a little bit about a lot. It's about threading a thousand threads into one tapestry. Mercury in Virgo is about focusing on one object, dissecting it piece by piece, looking at each piece inside out, purifying each piece and putting it back together whole. So this is about really analyzing, looking at the details. So we began the week by communicating our emotions or asking questions based on what we were feeling. I feel like you're not feeling well today. Tell me, what's going on? Why are you sad? Where at the end of the week, it's about analyzing our emotions, 
really looking at the details of what you are feeling inside of yourself. So much more internal introspective. Yes, absolutely. Yes, 100%. So today's Sunday, January 3rd, the moon in Virgo aligns with Uranus in Taurus, which we haven't talked about this week. Uranus is the primordial sky god, the planet of revolution, rebellion, independence, innovation, and the unexpected. Moving through Taurus, which we touched on a little bit, you talked about how it's the senses. Taurus represents financial security and all matters of the material, including art, culture, and food. So Uranus moving through Taurus which is a very long transit, it's happening for the next few years, is all about shaking your material security so that you can accomplish financial independence, so that you can achieve financial independence in your life. So the emotions are tied into this today, where you're taking stock of your emotions and how it's affecting your finances, your material security. I mean, I always kind of think the opposite way how... If I have money, I feel good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, my finances make me feel emotionally secure. Totally. No, I relate to that 100%. But how can you analyze your emotional needs for the purpose of greater financial security and independence? Like, is your career fulfilling you on an emotional level? Well, I think like you just said, if I have money, I feel good. Yeah. So where does that stem from? What is, what is the root of that feeling and what can you do to, to create that financial independence and freedom so that you do feel emotionally secure? So is this in the material world or is this more like an internal dialogue? Well, I think it goes back to like what we were talking about earlier with the, with the resolutions. If the resolution is on the outside or is it on the inside? So... Is it the material or is it what goes on inside of you? It's about analyzing what's going on inside of you that reflects outside of you in the material. I mean, they just go hand in hand. (laughs) It's like a catch 22 both ways. Like if you felt emotionally secure, then the material world, I mean, once your basic needs are met, becomes less important. Yeah, it's like a catch 22. It's like when you feel good emotionally, you create material security. And when you create material security... You feel good emotionally. So how do you get into that positive loop? I think it's by really appreciating your material security, whatever it may be. Starting with gratitude. Yes. It's it's one of those kind of things where it's like, like we talked about giving gifts last week. And we talked about you don't like people really giving you gifts because you're very particular with what you like, which fair enough. You know, but let's just take the example of if you're somebody who somebody else gives a gift to and then they see you dump it in the trash, that person's probably not going to give you another gift. (laughs) But if you appreciate what you've received, well, then maybe next time I'll give you something even nicer. But you can also appreciate it by saying, you know what? I'm so grateful for this gift, not because I love the gift, but I love that you gave it to me. And that's what means so much to me. But I am going to give it to the goodwill because, uh, Uh. (laughs) but it means so much to me. And you know what? And that's that relationship honesty thing where it's like, you know, as the person who gave the gift, well, thank you for saying that, you know, it's tough to hear that. Right. But 
I think that from a higher perspective, the gift giver would be grateful that you were honest with them. And maybe next time when I want to give you a gift, I'm going to ask you what you would like. What can I give you? I want to give you something. And this is about being that co-creator. And rather than just whatever the planets are throwing at you, you're taking, you're being specific in your intentions. The planets are saying, we want to give you a gift. And you're just bouncing through life, not paying attention. And so you're getting junk. You're getting stuff that you don't really like and you don't really appreciate. But if you appreciate everything that you get by at least saying, thank you for giving me this. That's also about like learning the lesson. Maybe the gift sucks. Maybe the gift is something like super uncomfortable. But if you're not reflecting on what the purpose behind the gift was, then it's wasted. Yes. It's like a wasted opportunity. Find a way to appreciate whatever gift you're being given. But then also it's your responsibility to be more direct in what you want. Yeah, get focused on what you want and ask for it. So I'm giving you a gift. I want to give you a gift. I want to give you something. What do you want? I don't know means that you're going to get something you don't really like. But at the same time, if you're not grateful for what you've been given, then next time I'm not even going to give you a gift, period. And you end up with less. (laughs) So this is how you work from inside your emotions to just really appreciating everything that you have in the material But then at the same time, going through and saying like, you know, I don't really need half this stuff Mm -hmm. or I'm spending money on like all these different things that I don't use. Maybe I don't need these things. Maybe I should be saving this money instead of spending it. I mean, that goes back to maybe you can create that financial independence by just spending less on Mm -hmm. the things that aren't truly filling you up. Yes. Being more particular about your disposable income. Are you buying alcohol? To like have like an instant fun. You know, and the funny thing about alcohol though is, you know, I was drinking every day for probably 20 years and I don't think it was ever for fun. I wasn't like openly like, oh, I'm depressed. I'm going to drink now. But there was something going on in my unconscious that was wanting me to escape my reality. Yeah. And so it might have felt fun. In drinking, hanging out with people, being social, going out, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's fun, but it's really just pulling me into a fantasy land, taking me away from my reality that I don't really want to deal with. Mm. (laughs) And the amount of money that I spent on alcohol, I don't even want to think about. (laughs) Like when I was waiting tables, I remember, you know, I I make like 150 bucks and then go out and spend a hundred of it. At the bar, you know, it's like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, it's such a crazy cycle, especially in that industry. I think it happens so often because it's like you didn't have the money at the beginning of the day. Mm -hmm. You leave with this cash. Well, you leave with the cash, but at what cost? Mm -hmm. You leave with the cash and you just feel like there's many times where I just felt completely degraded and low because I'm giving my energy to these people that are not grateful for the gift that I'm giving them of service, you know? Where's my ketchup? Where's where's my ketchup? Where's where's my check? I need this. Yeah, get over here. You know, like people are really rude and entitled. And at the same time, I've had someone say, "Well, when you go to a restaurant, you're spending a lot of money." Okay, yes, but that doesn't mean that you can treat me like disrespectfully. And so you deal with people's disrespect, you take that on, and then 
you're just like amped and you need to blow off the steam somehow. So let's go out to the bar with the other people we work with and we just talk about all the assholes that just, you know, <laughs> ruined our night. And then the next morning we wake up hungover and and we don't get anything done and we go back to work, you know, get motivated at like one or two in the afternoon and then go back to work at four or five and do it all over again. Such a cycle. It is. So it's about breaking that cycle, attuning to the moon cycle. Being grateful for the money that people did give you in exchange for your service. Yes. And even the ones that didn't appreciate you, appreciate them. I've got this money. I'm going to use this money to save up to get myself into wherever I want to be if it's not here. Little by little, step by step, ledge by ledge to ascend to the top of the mountain. That's what Capricorn is all about. And we are in Capricorn season, the goat ascending. So think of what it is you want to accomplish. Think of what you are doing in order to take those steps to accomplish and achieve your ambitions. I want to thank you, Ingrid, for all the work that you have done in 2020 that has led to all that we have accomplished. And I am excited to continue to work with you and for all of the accomplishments that we receive because of that work in 2021. I'm excited too. I'm excited for what's happening next. Yeah, this has been the shittiest year and then also the best year. It's a yin and the yang. You know, it's like everything's great. I'm just, you know, living through my personal hell. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like one of my friends (laughs) says... Oh, you know, I'm just living the dream. One nightmare at a time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's it. That's it. it. All right, Ingrid. See you next time. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper and want a personal reading with Scott, go to theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit.